Hey, welcome to an unconventional episode of Rainbows and Unicorns, the show where we explain that life is not all rainbows and unicorns. Um, I only have X amount of time that I can sit up post-op. I learned this from the other day when I tried to record a podcast episode and I made it like three minutes and I was like, I gotta lay down. Um, so I'm trying to make some lunch too. So please just bear with me as this is just not a conventional rainbows and unicorns. But it's okay. There's dog hair on this potato. I'm just going to talk about recovery. Um, what the hardest part has been. What I'm really struggling with. And, uh, yeah. So let's dive into it. Clearly the bed rest is the hardest part of this recovery. Um, being someone that just goes nonstop, just keeps on living, doesn't quit. I, um, I've been struggling with the bed rest part. Like, I feel like such a piece of shit for laying in bed all day. I literally, yesterday, I slept most of the day. Um, the day before, I was up a lot. And it's crazy because, like, tomorrow, I'm hoping that I'm still able to function. And I'm not dying of no energy or I feel sick to my stomach. So, like, yesterday, I felt sick to my stomach. I couldn't eat, I couldn't transfer. I literally was just like stuck in bed sleeping all day because I felt so bad. And I think that's like the hardest part about recovering from the spine surgery. So a lot of people are like, will the surgery make you walk again? Will the surgery recover you? No. I broke my titanium rods holding my spine together in half. The vertebrae that it's holding together is not completely fused and healed. And so they had to replace the spinal fusion. So they put thicker screws and rods into my back to make it more stable. And it just, and like they went up a level higher. So I feel more pulled back like this. I feel like my posture is better. Um, but it hurts, man. My entire spine got cut open and it hurts. It is not a good feeling. I'm really going to figure out how to drop pictures in here so you can see the incision and see the hardware. Um, because I just, I don't think that talking about it just does it justice. Um, the biggest thing that I've, I've gained from this recovery has been being stay put and being one with my thoughts. I noticed early um, when I was awake, I would quiet my thoughts by scrolling social. And I was like, wow, what a crutch. <laughs> um, anytime I started thinking things I didn't want to think about, or I was just getting down, I would just hop on social media to kind of just numb that pain and forget about it. And honestly, that's not the way I want to use social. And so it was kind of a reality check of like, hey girl, you got to sit with these emotions. You got to understand them. So I actually started actually working on my book um, and spending time writing it and working on it. And that's something that I haven't really focused on over this summer. I was really just focused on being as strong as possible for surgery, um, just so recovery would be a little easier, which I do believe that my preparation for surgery is why I am a little over a week post-op. I'm a week and three days post-op now, and I'm upright. I'm in my chair, I'm transferring, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm showering, I'm, I'm back to pretty much independence besides being overly tired. I'm not 100% back to work. I've been taking some client calls, coaching calls, um, meeting with new prospects for coaching and whatnot, but I, I haven't been 100% back at work, haven't been executing my power list, um, haven't really been doing the things that are productive to me, and so I'm really working 
over the next weekend and next week to get back to that routine, back to the things that work for me that I know fill my soul and fill my cup. Uh, we often forget what fills our cup when we go through things and then we just like completely self-destruct the habits that we've created to get us to where we currently are. And I don't want to do that. And I'm on a three month lifting restriction. So I'm not allowed to lift um, for the first two weeks really over like three pounds. <laughs> and then for the next three months over 10 pounds. And that the next three months are going to be are going to be the biggest challenge and the biggest thing. And I feel like I'm going to be dear dieting, dear diarying <laughs> y'all a lot um, during this time, because for me, fitness is, is my mental health. Fitness is, is what gives me purpose, passion, mission. Um, it's what allows me to feel like I'm fulfilled and I'm living a fulfilled life. It is a part of my day to day. And that, that's going to be the hardest part. I'm sorry. The bugs were quiet a second ago and now they're loud again. And I'm just, they threw me off for a second. Um, I think that's going to be the hardest part though, is like not being able to lift because the barbell is my therapist, has been my therapist for at least the last two years or so. And not having that kind of therapy is, is going to be very difficult on my, on me, on my soul, on my well-being, on my mental health, my physical health. Obviously I'm watching my body deteriorate. I hadn't been able to wear my Axio, um, my electric simulation shorts. So I'm like, oh, my legs are getting smaller. I feel it. I just, I don't feel like myself. And I think that's, that's also the hardest thing too, right? It's like, I just had this major spine surgery and I need to give myself grace of like, hey, bitch, you need to heal. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to give myself too much grace because I don't want to fall off the wagon. I don't want to revert to old habits. I want, And I love that I'm, I'm mindful enough of these things. But mindfulness alone doesn't prevent you from backsliding into your old beliefs and your old reality. And so I think having that awareness that that's something that's possible is what's going to keep me from doing it. But also having community. I have a, a group of people that are here for me that are supporting me and helping keep me accountable in my recovery. Like I, if it wasn't for Brie, man, she's been taking care of me hand and foot. Like as much as I've been in bed, she literally makes sure I'm okay. But she also is like, Hey, do you want to get up in your chair for a little bit? Hey, let's do some PT. And she's been pushing me to continue to heal. Um, I, I do have to remember again, I'm only a little over a week post-op. <laughs> just had my spine completely cut open my entire back and they the surgeon came in and he was like yeah we pulled you all apart we had you wide open and I'm just like god um the fact that they removed my old spinal fusion put thicker screws and rods in I'm just really grateful to be upright right now I'm grateful to have made it through the surgery because that was also another fear I had I was like oh my god what if I die <laughs> I made it through the surgery so that's a big win um I don't know, man. The emotions are hard. The bugs, like they go away and they come back. Go away, just go. Even turning my head, I feel a pool in my spine. So what am I doing to get through it? I'm trying to find a new normal. I'm trying to have grace with myself and saying, hey, this doesn't make you less of a person. That doesn't make you any less worth it. 
doesn't devalue you, what you have to offer the world, what you're doing, where you're going. Um, but it's a part of your journey and you need to kind of lay into this part of the journey and know that it's time for rest and recovery so you can come back better. And I just, I want to come back better, man. I want to be a better person to my peers, a better person to my coworkers, um, a better, a better person to my family, to my friends, uh, to the people that I mentor, to the people that I speak to. I just want to be better. And that's really all I strive for in general. I think we get so confused in life that we're in competition with everyone else and what they're trying to accomplish. And that's, they're not trying to accomplish the same things as us. They're not on the same path as us. And the sooner that you remove yourself of that competition with everyone else and you just focus on that competition you're in with self, the more you're able to actually get what you want out of life. I, I stopped living for other people probably three years ago and I was like you know fuck you I'm just gonna live for me and, and live the life that I want to live because at the end of the day I definitely don't like every single person I meet and I can't expect every person that meets me to like me and I think it's ludicrous that we go out here wanting people to accept us for who we are and and wanting this inclusivity and all these things like being a wheelchair user shows you how much people just really don't give a fuck about things that don't affect them. Straight up. And I'm guilty of it too. Like, honestly, I'm going to be real as real gets. Like, when it comes to certain movements that don't affect me, I have a hard time supporting them. When I still don't even have a seat at the table. I don't have equal access. The meeting's being held upstairs and the elevator's broken. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. This country and the world, honestly, is very inaccessible. And it will never fully be accessible. I don't, I don't believe we'll ever see that. But everybody's so focused on a cure, on a cure, on a cure. Get people walking. Why don't we make the world a little more accessible? Everybody gets old and eventually relies on a mobility equipment. Everybody has kids and uses strollers, right? Like, not everybody, but a lot of people have kids that use strollers. I just think it's crazy that universal design's not implemented because it could really benefit more than just disabled people. It's a different conversation for a different day. But my whole point of this is give yourself grace if you're healing. Allow yourself to heal. If you're trying to avoid the thoughts and the emotions, sit with them for a little bit. Journal on them. Journal on why you feel that way. Journal on why it makes you upset that you feel that way. Journal on all, all the things. You can't emphasize journaling enough. The more you get to know you, the more confidence you have in you. And the more confidence you have to move in the world. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I did not prepare for the surgery the way I did, I would not be in the mind space that I am. I think the only reason I'm in this mind space is because I'm able to do what I can. And the only reason I'm able to do what I can is because I literally spent 75 days straight preparing to be cut open. I prepared to be down. And also because I know that I give a keynote in two weeks in Baltimore. I've got to take a flight. And that's going to be challenging. 
And so because I'm going to be challenged, I challenge myself so I can rise up to that challenge. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I just know that this current moment's not going to be forever. I'm not always going to feel as weak as I do right now. I'm not always going to be struggling as bad as I am right now. And in that, I can find solitude that it's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. So if you're consumed in your current struggle, if you're consumed and overwhelmed by what you're currently going through, I just need you to know that as long as you make the effort to not stay there, you won't stay there. Because at the end of the day, life is not all rainbows and unicorns. It's not perfect. It's not fluffy. It's not great. And most of the time, honestly, it's the other side of that. It's not good. Life sucks and it's hard and we struggle. And that's, that's just kind of the name of the game, man. That's what makes the good times better. And so if you can understand that when you're struggling and you're going through it, you understand that part of that going through it is part of your growth to becoming your best version of you. Going through it is what is going to allow you to develop that grit and stamina so that you can go through it again with a little bit more grace in the future. Going through it is what's going to give you strength. So if you're struggling right now to go through it, I'm telling you, head down, eyes up. Keep digging. Keep moving forward. And keep working to become the person you want to become regardless of where you're kind of at and what you're going through and what season life is throwing at you. You've got to keep working regardless of the season because seasons are going to come and go. But those wins that you stack, that consistency that you build through your continuous efforts, where you continue to grow and develop and how you continue to move, that's what's going to determine where you're at on the other side. Will you be in the same place or will you be living the life of your dreams? to ask yourself what do you want more victim or victor choose victor every time even when i don't want to be y'all have a good day thanks for joining